Hello, everyone. Welcome to Burning the Edge. We would like to welcome to the tea our host, Mr. Arthur Miller Jr. Thank you for listening to Burning the Edge, the podcast. Today, we're coming to continue our conversation, part two of our conversation with Mark Grace, the teaching pro. Again, you can find him at markgracegolf.com and also on Instagram at markgracegolfacademy. If I come to you and I say, Mark, I'm say I'm a new client and I'm scoring, let's say I'm scoring 90. That's about bogey sure. golf. Okay. Okay. Let's say I'm shooting 90. And what information would I need to bring to you for you to help me? Um, I, I think uh, at a 90, we can assume that you're not a very good ball striker. Yeah. Okay. I, so um, you just you just come in and just explain where your misses are, your bad shot and your desires. And then um, what I'll do is I'll look at your swing. Uh, you know, we'll talk about, you know, uh, what your body can and cannot do. And then probably what I'll have you do is play a few holes on the simulator. I, I think uh, watching people play, um, you can look at technique. Okay, how do I swing the club or how do they swing the club? And then skill, you know, how do they apply that technique to get up and down or, um, you know, or to curve it one way or the other? And then also, what is their decision-making process? Yeah. So, you know. How important is that? Uh, what is it? course management? Course management, yeah. yeah. Judgment is huge. Yeah, <laughs> judgment. Yeah, judgment uh, to me is is the most important piece. So you would rank course management as number one. Course management uh, would be up there. I, I'm going to look at your ball striking first right, because so cool. uh, you know, as far as shots gains are concerned, how far you hit it has a lot to do with right. what type of scores you're going to shoot. And then right. I'm going to look at you know, your, your management, your decision-making process. Are you trying to hit the same shot around the green every time? Or are you, you vary your shots? Do you know when to bump and run it? Can you hit a flop? Can you control your trajectory? So basically I'm going to see, Hey, does, are they a good ball striker? Do they have a good face control? And how do they think about, you know, their abilities and how do they apply them? Um, you know, I teach a bunch of young kids who's, whose parents that I've known for a long time, whose grandparents I've known for a long time. And, you know, just to be able to influence their lives is, is a special relationship altogether. But they, uh, I, I think that if, if it's going to be meaningful, you got to invest. You know, if they're investing in you, you got to invest in them. Yeah, yeah. And, and I try to invest in people. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's it doesn't really make it a job. It just makes it part of my life. Yeah. When I came in, was it last Thursday morning? It was last week sometime. Yeah, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, it was seemed like a long time ago. <laughs> and, I, and so we were, um, what was interesting just to see how y'all interact, you know, um, both, all of y'all being professionals, you, uh, what was his name, Robbie and Robbie Sean. Fells from, uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, what's it, uh, Sean Kennedy from uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. So just to see y'all interact with each other was interesting to see that that pros actually talk to each other about their golf swings, you know. And I wondered, do pros listen better than most clients? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think um, not only do we look at each other's swings, we also look at our clients' swings. 
Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and um, so uh, I think it's important that, um, that you have peer review. And so I, I, I combined myself with three other pros. Another uh, pro's name is, uh, well, I won't tell you what, Billy Orr his name. But so the, between the four of us, uh, we, you know, if we have a problem with the student, you know, we can show them the the, the motion, what we've been working on, and get get other opinions. So, I, I, what was kind of cool is that, you know, you're doing this this podcast and, and you're talking about golf. That, that I thought it would be pretty insightful for you to see that, you know, hey, you like my approach, but the, here's some other approaches that people might take. You know, Robbie is more of a, a, a momentum guy, kind of like myself, and. Sean is kind of more of a, a minimalist, but he might more pinpoint a something else you might want to look at, like uh, I don't know how you use your feet or how you rotate or uh, where you might finish. But um, you know, I, I guess uh, the different approaches to you know, there's different approaches to to learning the game, and I think if people out there are listening and wondering what they need to do, uh, you know. I think you get to see firsthand that, that there's more than one way to get the job done. Absolutely. And, um, and that, uh, you can find a golf pro that that's open-minded and is willing to listen to you. And then if they can't do it, they, they can find someone else who can. Yeah. I mean, and it was cool to get, um, a different perspective because you know, what was interesting about it is that it wasn't anything different from what you had been trying to get me to do. Right, but it was right. just a different, let's say um, they had a different drill to yeah. try to get really to get me to do the same thing that you've been trying to get me to do, you know. And I mean, I guess that was the the the, the kind of cool and not so cool part about it, you know, like I ain't been listening to him. But, you know, maybe this way, if I look at it from this perspective, then maybe that'll help me you know, get to, get to those points that I'm trying to get to, you know? Um, <clears throat> so you rewind and you asked the question about Bruce Kapka, you know, maybe, you know, he needs to have someone say it a little bit differently. Right. Right. Or, or it's uh, the same message, but, but I'm not encouraging other people to go from, from, from teacher to teacher. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, no. but, um, I, I guess I, I wanted to know that, you know, if, if they were to come to me, if, there was any issue that there is peer review right and that there are other people that uh, can give other opinions and different approaches and uh, i think that's important because uh you know we all see different things right is that to me that means that you have to be a humbling a humble person to be willing to even look let your one of your students swing be looked at by somebody else today (laughs) you know what i mean like I, I, I think I think you have to respect the other people. Right, right. And um and I have a great regard for, for Robbie Fails and, and for Sean Kennedy and, and for the Billy Orr. Right. Uh, they're they they've been around some of the world's best professionals. They they've uh, they've they've put their time in and um their input's great. But yeah, I, I, I can't say that I'm humble <laughs> <laughs> to, to all input. But these guys definitely have won me over, and and um, and I, I'm fairly flattered to be involved with them. And we're going to start doing a what's something called Code Breakers, and uh, we'll be doing a, be putting out a website here shortly, and doing a, some type of interactive platform. So uh, I just make mention of that. Uh, one, you got to see the experience of it, and two, my perspective on that, and uh, 
that I, I think that if, if uh, you know, we're all different teachers, but the one commonality we have is that we've learned from similar teachers, uh, Dr. Kwan, uh, we've been to uh, Andrew Rice's golf camps and, and, and seen some of the similar information from Sasha McKenzie or, or uh, Scott Lynn or, or whatever the biomechanists that are across the country. So um, we're looking forward to uh, pushing out this platform. And I just thought I'd mention their names and uh, you could kind of speak to what type of people they are. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be pretty cool. You know, I mean, <clears throat> for, you know, they didn't ask me for any money. You didn't ask me, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, you know, I, you're in business. They in business. Like, you know, usually people don't give you advice for free. You know, usually they want something, you know, unless, you know, you had to get random guy on the course that were always at the dry rain want to tell you, you know, they see you doing something and be like, hey, man, you should try this. Uh, did I ask you? You know, <laughs> you know, did I ask you? You know, you don't know what I'm doing over here. I might just be trying some stuff, you know. So, you know, like you got that random guy at the driving range, you know, but but of course, you know, y'all in business. So they didn't ask me for a dime. You know, um, you didn't ask me for a dime. Matter of fact, I told you I was like, Well, I give up one of my lessons and you was like, No, nah, don't worry about it, you know. And I appreciate that. I really do, you know, because uh, you know, you don't have to do anything for me, you know. That was out of the kindness of your heart, you know. No, that's the relationship piece. Uh, yeah. I think we both enjoy the experience. Yeah, absolutely. a lot of a lot of pros, they enjoy it for doing it for, for what it is, and you know, we probably would charge a lot of people, but we we got to live. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, I think that uh, you know you're the type of student that that there's definitely a, an eagerness and, and an attentiveness to what's going on. So, you know, teaching someone like yourself goes by quickly and it's fun. Yeah, and. Uh, I appreciate so, uh, that, man. You know, I don't, I don't, I know I don't listen that well all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say this: I listen. I just can't always put it in the extra, you know, when I need to, you know, sure, you sure, know. But sure. I, I, I think if I wasn't willing to put in the work, what's the point of me coming to you? Right. You know, I got to be willing to put in the work to get better, to work on the things that we try to work on. You know, and I think that's where. Some people kind of get 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 lost. Is you know you go to the golf pro to tell you you know the things that you need to work on, but you got to do the homework. Yeah, so, so talk about that experience. I mean, this would be a, a great example of of uh, what you went through and, and and how the process worked. I mean, I can I can speculate on my side, but you know you're the one taking the lesson. I mean. How did how did that process work for you? I mean, uh, I mean, it's to me, it's it's worked tremendously. You know, I mean, it's 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 an extra level of reinforcement of what you have been trying right. to get me to do. You know, it's like it's like getting a second opinion from another doctor. You know what I mean? Like you go to one doctor, right. he say, well. You know, you got this heart thing going on, and then you say, "Ah, my heart feel fine." You know, I don't have no, <laughs> I don't have no chest pains or nothing. And then you say, you know, it's you say my shoulder is the problem, not my heart. You go to the next doctor, and he be like, "Look, man, you got you got a heart problem. You know, it might you might be feeling it in your shoulder, but it's your heart." You know, and he then you might say, "Oh, well, maybe it is my heart." You know, but that was right. just an extra level of reinforcement of. You know, not only reinforcing and saying, 
what you have been telling me is right, but also that um, somebody else can look at it and without you even saying a word and come up with the same, you know, flaws in my my swing, you know, or whatever, you know. And I think, is that, do you feel like that's where we're going to, the the interactive part of it where not so much human contact being in the same room with a person, but to uh, the interactive part of it, the virtual part of it, is that where we're going? Um... Or is that just going to be another I, level? I, I think I think that's where it seems like it's going. Yeah, uh, the person like Michael Breed certain certainly thinks that. Yeah, he's literally got a studio in his house. house. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and and he's got a producer and things like that. Uh, my, my preference is is to be in front of somebody. Right. Um, but in these times, I think a lot of people are putting studios in their own homes, and uh, they they really don't want to go out anywhere. They want to do it from their house when they want to do it. So much like uh, Amazon, you know, it's a convenience factor. Right, right. You know, so uh, there's any pros and cons to it. Um, you know, so um, I guess it is going in that direction. But I think for me, uh, having someone in front of you, being able to uh, vary your eyes on them at different angles, being able to grab the golf club to kind of sense the, the tension in the arms, and then having a better sense of the rhythm and, and how the club uh, flows with the body and how it makes contact with the ball. Um, I, I think those are things I prefer to have, but um, there's also, you know, there's some great instructors across the country that uh, are going to be probably more productive uh, on an interactive than maybe some of the professionals that are um, not as skilled. Yeah. So, what is that going? Is that is it going to be like a, uh, I guess kind of like a YouTube kind of deal, or is it like the golf pass deal or whatever the the, the thing you talked about earlier? Oh, um, we're still working that all out. Okay, I mean the, the bottom line is is that um, the marketplace is so much bigger on the internet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, and um, you know, and the question becomes, you know, what. What, what can you tap into, you know, and, and, you know, what, what, where does it lead you to? So um, I, I think you always going to be forward thinking. And uh, if there's another pandemic that comes out, um, you know, what is, what, what, what exposure do you have if you don't do it? And um, we were fortunate golfers in general, and I guess fishermen as well that with COVID, yeah. what, you know, outdoor sports definitely thrive where restaurants got beat up. But um, I think, you know, just in general, top golf and things like that, it's got a lot of people looking at simulated golf. Right. uh, So what's it going to look like? I'm not sure. We're still in the early stages. We have we have four guys and we're looking at a platform and um, we'll have to, you know, see. But what would what would you like to see in a site? Something like that. What, 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 What would be beneficial to you? You know, I guess it depends, you know, if I could set up my phone and say sit it here and it record my swing or you look at it live. Say for instance, what the what would benefit me the most is if I show if I get to a tournament and right. um and this has actually happened to me before. <laughs> yeah, I get to a tournament and I'm at the driving range and I start shaking the ball. Right. And I'm like, 
what in the hell is going on? You know, I wasn't right. thinking the ball yesterday when I played. I wasn't, you know, like, what am I doing wrong? To be able to set my phone or get somebody to record my swing, send it to you and say, hey, Mark, can you look at it real quick? You know, what's what, what am I doing wrong? And you say, hey, you know, look, uh, slow down this, 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 or whatever. Or let's say, you know, back up. You too, you standing too close to the ball. Back up from the ball a little bit. You know, whatever the whatever it may be, to me, um, that's worth a million dollars in my opinion. You know, um, yeah, kind of a pocket pro. Uh, some someone on call, right, right. Um, well, you got that already. I mean, you can call me at any time or text me. Or, yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, I, I could see how, how that would that would be helpful. Right, right. You know, because um, I mean, to me, you can't you can't devalue the human interaction. To me, you know, but I'm sure. kind of old school. Like, if that was all we ever did was just interact virtually, I mean, that wouldn't work for me because I'm I, I like the human contact. I like you know, I'm not a real people person, but I like. Uh, the relationship that you and I have. Matter of fact, the other guys that I've seen, I like the relationship that I had with them too. It's just... What is it, Arthur? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, it's just... I guess you have... Um, not to say they weren't good teachers because they got me to a certain point. You know what I mean? Um, when I first started, I went to see a guy and he got me to a point to where I was hitting the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was just no, starting out. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you might not because you know. Actually, it was a Groupon deal. No lie, just straight I, up. I did a lot of Groupons in my day. Too, yeah. yeah, so it was a Groupon deal. This is how I found them. It was on Groupon, and mm. I went to Sam at a driving range, and you know, he looked at. It, he said this, 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 and this, or whatever. And whatever he was saying, it just it never clicked with me. You know, and then I saw another guy. Actually, we and him went to high school together, and um, he worked for a company. He worked for Golf Tech, and Richard? it just it seemed like it was like cookie cutter. It was cookie cutter to me. You know what well, I mean? Like a, it wasn't. And that that gentleman is not cookie cutter. He was just no, following the protocols. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Because when I ran into him after that, he was like, "Man, look, you know." I had to do what they were telling me to do, you know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So in, 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 you know, um, but I was, you know, my thought was, but you took my money. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like I, I really, I invest in, you know, a decent amount of money because, you know, yeah. they would, they would always offer you these deals, you know, you sign up for, you get this X amount of lessons for this amount of money, you know, right, I want right. to say it was like, I want to say it was like if you pay a thousand dollars, you get like twelve. Let's say twelve lessons or whatever, or it was something okay. like that or whatever. Sure. They had some simulated time built in there too, or whatever, where you come in and just swing. It was something like that. But anyway, it, it just felt too cookie cutter to me. And you know, you know, coming to you is totally different. You know, it's it's none of that. It's not so much cookie cutter. It's custom. You know, but you. like you, even yeah. even when me and Mike and they're together, though, sometimes mm -hmm. when we do the clinics, me and Mike and they're together, like you will say something to him 
And then you'll get to me and you'll say, hey, look, you know, kind of the same thing Michael's doing or whatever. You doing this too or whatever. But it was always, um, it never felt like it wasn't genuine. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you mm-hmm. were just saying it just to be saying it. It was like me and him actually sometimes might be having some of the same issues, you know. And and it's not always like that, but sometimes it has been like that or whatever. Transition is huge for sure. But um, <clears throat> so, um, I, yeah, thank you for the, yeah, I, I, I think I tried to be um, sincere and, 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 and I believe in what I say. Um, and I, I try to think about those things, but so where, where it goes, I, I think ultimately the, 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 the stuff that, that you do online, one is, it's kind of maybe a stepping stone to, to actually make that trip to come out and see right. someone like myself right? or form some, or maybe a relationship. Like I've given some FaceTime lessons to some people and, you know, it's not the best, but you know, it, it, it keeps the process going and, you know, it uh it kind of points you in the right direction right right so but uh yeah people believing in you is huge and and um i I think that's uh that's ultimately what it comes down to because if you set up to hit a shot and you don't believe in what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) you you got a problem there (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so you know it's interesting i was thinking um what what how many swing thoughts did you have well, you have internal focus or foci, I guess, if people say, <laughs> you have, uh, and you have external focus. I think when you're learning something, you inherently will have, uh, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, pivot to my right, get my right hip back, pause, not really pause at the top, but allow the club to settle. Um, you might have, you know, I need to be quicker into my lead side. Those would be internal focus things. Those are things you might want to do in a practice session. Uh, you know, when you're playing, you want an external focus. Okay, I need to hit the ball. I need to visualize the ball going this trajectory, and it needs to land right on this part of the green, and you visualize that. And then you try to integrate a feel to, to that focus, and you're always in that process. You know, you're always seeking that, that process. So – you might have one or two key thoughts that you might tap into. And uh, as you get more skilled in assessing your ball flight, you might have, you might have patterns that you might go through, but um, you know, a pattern might be, you know, if I'm starting to hit a cut, I need to bring my right foot back or I might need to rotate my hips quicker in the backswing, or I might need to close the club face a little bit more in the backswing. You know, by no means you want to be thinking about all those things, but to based on what you see, you become acquainted with how your swing works and, and you learn how to uh, become, I guess, your own best coach to, to coin a cliche. Good point. So um, what, 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 you know, you want to do ultimately is be in touch with how the shot feels, right. what it looks like and try to conjure up that feeling before you hit it and then make that part of your process. Right, right, right. So I, maybe two, two thoughts at most. Yeah. So I I never realized that um, visualizing your shot is that important. I know, like Jason Jason Day, like he stands behind the ball and closes his eyes, visualizing his shot before he hits it. I don't. Not only is he doing that, 
not only is he doing that, he's lowering his heart rate. He works with uh, John Sinclair mm-hmm. uh, down in Texas. And, um, you know, there's, there's something called heart rate variability. And um, it's closely associated with your breathing. And uh, what, what um, John has gotten people to do is that you can buy these monitors and uh, you can sense <clears throat> when, you're, when your central nervous system, I guess, is getting a, a little bit uh, too quick where your breathing is getting too short, not deep enough. And uh, so Jason, not only is he visualizing, but he's also, a, you know, he's calibrating his breath with his thought, almost like a yoga type of thing. Really? Yeah. I did not know yeah. that, man. Yeah. You you, you golf pros are something serious, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, if, 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 if you're interested or anyone's interested in something like that, we have a guy here in Memphis. His name is Dr. Dale Foster. Uh, he works out in Cordova who does a lot of stuff like that, would teach people how to focus like that if they have an interest in doing something like that. Really? Yeah. Man, I never heard of it. Who would have thought that that was that important in, in the golf swing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you know. I guess I don't know. You know, I'm I'm an amateur. You know, some of these aspiring pros, maybe they think about all that stuff, but not. You but know. you're asking all the questions, though. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're hungry. You're right. You know, and, and you're, you're going right. through the process. So that's just where are you on the continuum? I mean, where are you going to be next year? I mean, when I saw you two years ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> after all those great golf lessons you had, I. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we, 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 we gotta, we gotta get ball before we hit the ground. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hit the, hit the little ball before you hit the big ball. Yeah. We, we had a lot of that. Yeah. We had a lot of yeah, that. But, yeah, but now man. look where you are now. I mean, there's occasion where you beat me, which is, which is great fun. Yeah. It's not that often, but yeah, it, it has happened. I yeah. think once. Yeah, recently. <laughs> <laughs> After Robbie and Sean work with you, I, I guess that says something. <laughs> do I, do they mean I need to send my checks to them? Or? Yeah, I'll I, I give you their address. They deserve it. <laughs> so if you wasn't teaching golf, what would you be doing? <laughs> would you be a question. salesman? You know, um, I was offered a life insurance pro- uh, practice uh, many years ago, and I, I decided I wanted to teach golf. I look at that now, and I, I, I say, God, I could have been playing a lot more golf if I accepted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was offered a law school uh, opportunity way back when, and um, I looked at the amount of books that I was reading. I think it was 26 textbooks my senior year, and I said, oh, that's probably not for me. Right. So um, I really don't know. Um, I probably might get involved in the church. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot to be said there. Or um, I don't really know. It's a good question, Arthur. I've, I've enjoyed what I've done for such a long period of time. For a short period of time, I, I thought I might want to make more money. And I, I thought about it. I talked to a few people. But um, I think the people I talked to realized that I was, I was where I was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are exactly where you're supposed to be, Mark. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Arthur. See, this, that's why our relationship is so special. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, Mark, man. It's really, I've enjoyed our conversation. I hope you have, too. Oh, and, well, uh, definitely, definitely. I hope like- that uh, the listeners get something from you and they can catch you at Mark Grace Golf. 
com. Is that correct? Yeah, Mark Grace Golf Academy on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. you post a lot of stuff with the um with a lot of the people you work with. Yeah, just kind of get an idea of of the different motions that I teach. But yeah, you, you can reach out uh, for me there, and I, I'm also I teach at three locations. Uh, the Golf Academy in Memphis or Mark Race Golf Academy on Summer Avenue. And I've been 10 years out at Irene Country Club. Uh, they've, been, they've been wonderful to me, Ryan Abbey and the crew, uh, Stuart Carter and, and Terry. And then I'm also, um, I started out at Colonial back in 98. And I've since then been, I'm back at Colonial Country Club. Uh, that would be by appointment only. Um, so uh, I have three locations here in Memphis. Yeah, man. I, I, um, Again, I just want to thank you for your time. Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. And um, hopefully, I forgot about Irene. Irene's awesome. Yeah, it is. I I thought we had it on a schedule. That's what I was just looking here to see. But uh, it's not on our schedule. It was on there. Is is one of the places to be in Memphis. Yeah, it's a a really nice course. It's, It's challenging, too. The, the, the membership out there is great the, uh, the general manager is unbelievable and, and uh, I've been blessed to be out there for we got out some 11 years now yeah alright man I appreciate you man thank you for listening to Burn Edge the podcast as we wrap up our conversation with Mark Grace the teaching pro again you can find him at markgracegolf.com and also on Instagram at markgracegolfacademy and Facebook Uh, Please like and subscribe this podcast. Please leave a review. Thank you again for listening.